Uh, uh, hello. Hello. Ciao. Okay, I'm going to do something here right at the start of the episode, okay? So we can just all get it out of our system. Are we all ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Oh, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I need the... I'm trying to lift up my cup so that the coaster will stick to it so that when it inevitably happens in the middle of the episode, we've already all got the giggles out. Because every week when I lift up my cup and it brings the coaster with it, everyone cannot stop laughing for whatever reason. Okay, but last week it was because I was pointing at a coaster and Becca thought I was pointing at a spider. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Just, These coasters. Just coasters just get me. Okay, everybody, let's take a good uh, 360 view. Do we see any spiders? No? No, I, I vacuumed this week. There's no spiders in here. Yeah, spiders uh, are turned off by once a week vacuuming. It's true. Yes. If you vacuum your floors once a week, you'll never have spiders. That's the we watch movies and then talk about them guarantee. Check yes. it. Fact check it. Uh, welcome to episode 16 of We Watch Movies and Then Talk About Them. The only podcast where we watch a movie and then talk about it. There may be other podcasts where other people watch movies and then talk about them. But this is the only podcast where we watch movies and then talk about them. <laughs> That is true. <laughs> very unique, uh, serving a, a very broad demographic. Everybody who watches movies and talks about them. Yes, you're welcome to listen to us. Listen to us, please. Tell your mom. Um, hey, how's it going, guys? Pretty good. I have a question. I finally got that burp out. That's good. That's good news. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I have a question for both of you. Okay. Do you like Batman? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, I like Batman too, and that's good because... <laughs> Uh, this episode is a very special episode of We Watch Movies and Then Talk About Them because it is episode 16 and that is a round baker's dozen. As we know. <laughs> yep. 16. 16. A the baker's first, dozen. The Just first like prime numbered episode. 15 and 14 <laughs> and 13. Yep. 100%. Uh, and this is the start of an exciting, uh, revolutionary, groundbreaking series in podcasting called... We're going to watch all three of Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight movies uh, once a week for three weeks and talk about them. That's exactly what it's called. That's the title. <laughs> um, and if you couldn't figure out what we're going to do, it means that this week we watched Batman Begins, or watched in the past, because now we're going to talk about it. Uh, and then next week we watch The Dark Knight, and the following week we are going to watch The Dark Knight Rises, which I am very excited for because Tom Hardy is awesome. That and if you is. can't tell, we are very literal with our titles. Yep, very literal. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, my name is Andrew Westensko. I am the host of this year podcast, joined at my right hand by Becca. Hello. And at my left hand by Sid. Hi. Uh, Sid is also at Becca's right hand, while Becca is at Sid's left hand, because we are sitting at a circular table. And Andrew is at my left hand. I am at the head of the circular table. There's no there such thing. head. Well... Winners win, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm at the head. That's just not true. So is Sid. Mm -hmm. Can't be done. Um, Let's see, guys. So this week we watched, or not this week, about 10 minutes ago, we watched Christopher Nolan's Batman Begins. A movie, uh, where did we decide it came out? 2005? 2005, yeah. 2005, guys. It's practically archaic at this point. 13 years ago, this movie came out. I think, were you guys in, like, elementary school or something? 2005. Yeah, Yeah, you I would was, have been. Because you yeah. would have been nine years old, right? 
Fifth grade. Yep. Jeez. I remember when this movie came out. I saw it in theaters, and it was awesome. This is We're, we're seeing a, a theme. I guess we took a week off for The Tree of Life, but we're watching a lot of movies uh, recently that just kind of make me go, and get really excited. <laughs> so you're going to hear that sound a lot during this oh, podcast. heavens. Do I love Batman, guys. <laughs> I got to tell you. Uh, Batman, hands down, the coolest superhero in the world. The best superhero in the world. Uh, and, yeah. And here's the thing. I, uh, it's been a while since I've watched these films, to be totally honest with you guys. And uh, thinking back to watching the Ben Affleck Batman, Ben Affleck is a fine actor, but he probably wasn't a great Batman. And I thought that he was. And then I see Christian Bale as Batman, and I'm just like, hmm, great. We could probably have this whole podcast just be Andrew making that sound. Just like do a play-by-play of the movie, and I'll just grunt at the appropriate times and you would know exactly how he feels about this movie oh my gosh not just this movie but batman in general yeah oh man he's the coolest i wish that i could be batman but i'm too fat <laughs> that, that's the one thing that's stopping the you the one thing that's holding me back is i'm way too fat not the fact that you're not a billionaire and have fighting skills oh, that's what you think we've never fought that's true. Have we ever have we ever fought hand to hand, Becca? Are you hiding a billion dollars somewhere? In the Caymans. Why do you think he's buying all those Criterion release? Buying no, a, that's <laughs> true. Where that's, are you getting this money? I'm, that's how I'm buying all those Criterion <laughs> collection releases. I put together a list of ones that I want, and that is a lot of money. Yeah. So he's got to be a billionaire. Here's what you do: gotta you wait be. for uh, they do in July and in November they do half off sales. Okay. And then they'll do flash sales every now and again. So uh, get ready for the November half-off sale. I already know what I'm getting. I have a pretty big list. I'm pretty disappointed they didn't have Life is Beautiful, though. Oh, yeah. Whatever. I want to get the uh, Guillermo del Toro three-pack. And there's a few others. I'm definitely going to get that one, though, for the half-off in November. Then just wrap it up and give it to yourself for Christmas. Pretty much. It's a lot of money to spend. It's $50. <laughs> that's not awful. You just spent $50. I spent $60. Oh, that's true. <laughs> and $50 a couple months ago. Huh? Sorry that I spent $100 <laughs> over the course of three months. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. Let's I'm not get, a billionaire like you. Uh, oh, yeah, I ain't got that money in the Caymans, don't I? Yeah. All right, guys. Let's do this. Let's talk about uh, Batman Begins. Because it's a cool movie. And I quite like it. Um, and I'm going to talk about what I like about it. And I hope that you guys will also talk about what you like about it. As that is the point of this podcast. I'll probably just sit here silently. If I feel like it, I might talk about what I liked. That makes uh, terrible listening. I apologize, listeners, for my co-hosts who don't want to talk. Um, let's jump in, though. Let's do some, let's do some spicy hot takes. Becca. All right. I also love Batman. He's really cool. I'm Batman. Yep. <laughs> and I really like this movie. I don't think I like it as much as the other ones, but that's okay. It's because you're a human being with tastes. <laughs> yes. It's clearly not as good as the other ones. Yes, it's definitely not. But Batman is really cool. It's a fun movie to watch. Like, as far as like an entertaining movie, it's completely entertaining. And mm. as far as a superhero movie goes, it's a great movie. I love it. Oh, yeah. All right. Short but sweet. Short but sweet. Sid, what's your hot take? Uh, I really like this movie. This is probably only my second or third time watching it. 
I mean, yeah, it, do- it doesn't compare to Dark Knight, but it's still great. Um, the things that make Dark Knight great are also kind of what makes this one great with, like, the music and the action scenes. Um, I think the cast is really good. I kind of wish that this was one of the movies that I got to see in theaters. Like, just, like, I don't know, experiencing it with Andrew and, like, him grunting at all the cool parts. Just, like, imagining all the nerds in one theater. Just sounds amazing. (laughs) I wish I could go to that. So, yeah, I love this movie. I get way too excited during this movie. (laughs) Way too excited. Oh, and it's just getting started. The Oh, my gosh. When Next week... Me and Andrew are gonna go crazy. There you go. And I when love and during movie. the Dark Knight Rises, when the thing happens in the sewers, oh, oh, I'm gonna in the I'm football gonna, field. Oh yeah, I'm gonna grunt all day. <laughs> Heavens, get ready. We're getting ahead of ourselves, you guys. Sorry. These are... Here's the thing. My hot take is this: is that the reason we're watching this movie is because it's part of the trilogy. Yeah. Straight yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's not as good as the other two, and I don't think that anybody's fooling themselves into saying that it is. It is a good movie, and it's very enjoyable, and it's well done, um, but it was Nolan a little bit earlier in his career, and that's not to say he wasn't a great filmmaker. He had already put out like Memento and um, Insomnia and stuff like that, but uh, he's definitely a little bit earlier in his career, and it, it does feel like he's a little bit less experienced here. The odd thing is, and I think it's really cool, one thing I want to talk about uh, briefly is the, I guess, the order of films that Christopher Nolan made because I think it's awesome just for the quality of these films that he didn't just do them back to back. So like, for example, um, Batman Begins came out in 2005. Then he made, he took a break to do the prestige in 2006, came back with the dark Knight in 2008, took another break to make inception, which if your break is making inception, yeah. <laughs> like, come on. And then came back with The Dark Knight Rises in 2012. So this was a seven-year thing from when uh, the from when this came out to when The Dark Knight Rises came out. And then he turns around a year after The Dark Knight Rises and puts out Interstellar. Or two years after, I'm sorry. Dude's just a beast. But I think that, that really helped the quality of the films because um, I do quite enjoy Christopher Nolan. I like his work a lot. Um his best movie, objectively, and uh, no room for argument, is actually The Prestige. And nobody can say anything otherwise, so don't even bother. <laughs> well, okay. Well, you kind of phrased that sentence in a way that no one can say anything. <laughs> no, nah, you guys can have other opinions, that's fine. But um, I, I really do think that The Prestige is his best movie. And I, I, I will say, though, the, the thing that makes this movie really good, uh, bordering on great, is... Uh, the same things that not only make The Dark Knight great, but also make most of Christopher Nolan's movies great. I think that, um, for me, the things that stand out more than anything are the characters. And he has a knack for characters and, like, lots of characters going on in his movies. Um, with the exception being Dunkirk, which is why Dunkirk is actually my second favorite Christopher Nolan film. I think it breaks his mold a lot, and I think it's impressive for other reasons but that's my hot take on the dark on batman begins is this seriously like as far as us having real meat to dig into there's not quite as much on this movie as there is especially in the dark knight and to an extent in the dark knight rises um but we're watching it because we're doing the trilogy and it seemed it seems odd to do one without the other because they are so important for each other as far as 
developing the characters go across the story arc of all three movies. So, with that said, let's dive into Batman Begins. Full spoilers, even though this movie came out, what, 13 years ago? Yeah. So, uh, Batman Begins is the story of Batman beginning. He goes to the mountains to learn from Liam Neeson how to fight and burns down Liam Neeson's house. And this pisses off Liam Neeson to an extent that he decides to come and uh, destroy all of Gotham. So he does this by poisoning the water supply with a, uh, I guess, an aerosol, not an aerosol, like a vapor-based poison. And then he just drives a giant microwave through the whole town, which is a really, really convoluted plan that could have gone wrong in so many places. And none of this would have happened if he'd just let him fall off the cliff in the beginning. Mm -hmm. His compassion was a weakness. So lots of people died, Batman. Lots of property damage. Yes, that was all I said the whole movie. That's like his biggest pet peeve with this movie is how much property damage there is. Well, with most superhero movies, that just yeah. like the cities get destroyed, and it's like, great, you save the people, but you destroyed where they live. Oh, just you've seen The Dark Knight Rises, right? Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, think about how much a football stadium costs to build. <laughs> um. So yeah, let's let's uh, let's dive in here then. What uh, I guess Becca, you didn't mention it in your hot take, so I'll I'll ask you now. What's your favorite thing about this film? My favorite thing about this film, um, I think kind of like what you said would be like the characters. Like it's enjoyable to watch, and it's just like entertaining because of the characters and because Batman is awesome. Like. I think that's my favorite thing is Batman. Batman. <laughs> and I love Christian Bale. So what's your favorite Batman moment in this movie then? Oh, I don't know. I really like the first time he says, I am Batman, I'm Batman. at the shipping yards. <laughs> yes. That's pretty great. It's pretty awesome. Sid, what's your favorite Batman movie in this mo- moment in this movie? Um, Probably the part where he's talking to Flass and he's <laughs> Like what you do with the other half of the like drug yo-yoing <laughs> like shaking like that's something that me and my sister have made fun of for years just that one because he's so intense in that moment yeah. i can't so wait great. i can't wait for next week uh where is she <laughs> <laughs> i taught um becca knows this i taught my little nephew to say that so I, i'll say to him what does batman say he goes where is she <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. um yeah, I definitely agree with you guys. I think that um, what really makes this story or this this movie great is the screenplay, um, because there's a lot of great world building that goes on. Um, they they do a good job of developing Gotham very quickly as like Gotham almost as a character, but then it's basically like Christopher Nolan just takes all of these really really awesome characters, and I, I listed them off here like the the people that I think are worth mentioning. So Bruce, Alfred, Raza Ghoul, Scarecrow, Commissioner Gordon, Falcone, and Fox. Like all all of those characters are in one movie and he just kind of like drops them into a blender and is like, oh let's see what happens. <laughs> and you just see them interact with each other and everything that they do, like the motivations are clear and you see where they're coming from. And um like Bruce has a pretty cool character arc and Alfred has some really, really standout moments. Um, and you really see, I think that what makes this movie so special, though, 
is that it does have its own self-contained story, but it's so clearly being used to set up the trilogy. And it does a fantastic job of that. Specifically, I think that it takes the title literally. Like, this is how Batman begins and how he kind of has these warring influences of like Ra's al Ghul on one side and like Alfred on the other. And these two people who influenced him so heavily kind of pulling him one way or the other. And so you have these moments where he gets a little too into it. And Alfred is like, you're a human being, dude. Like, you got to remember that, like, people know who you are and all this kind of stuff. And I, I think that those moments are, are really special. So I think for, for me as well, the, the best part about this movie is the characters and just watching them and seeing how they react to basically it, – it's almost like – like Gotham as it stands has formed kind of like a water tension, right? And Batman is just like a cannonball into the pool and everything happens because Batman shows up and you see these, these ripples because of it. Um, I guess on that note, one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when Bruce goes to the restaurant that Falcone is at and he's like, there's 97 cops in here, a DA, a judge, and I'd blow your head off in front of all of them. And Bruce is like clearly pretty shaken. And like you see, this this guy who will become Batman and you see like the position that he starts from and like really what he wants to do and then you know like 20 minutes later you see him take out Falcone at the shipyards but like I love the character of Falcone I think he's so fun just as like this over the top mob boss well so going back to what you started out that whole thing with mm-hmm. um, yeah rewind with, us a little bit with just like the world building I I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I feel like a lot of the, like, exposition was just kind of in your face, which I guess kind of has to be when you're, like, building up this superhero story. But I felt like the first 30 to 45 minutes was just, like, very in your face of, mm-hmm. like, this is what Bruce Wayne's life is like. This is how Batman begins, you know, which obviously is important, but it just felt like, a little cheesy and a little in my face, but once it actually got going and he was actually Batman from then on out, like loved it. Great. Amen. Um, that's actually a couple of things that I wrote down is that as far as criticism goes, that the beginning is super breakneck. Like it's just like, you just go, 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 go. And the whole thing is pretty cheesy. Like the whole movie. Yeah. For sure. I mean, it's Batman. Batman yeah. is cheesy. But, but they they kind of remedy that. I don't feel like the other two are quite so like cheesy comic book movie. Yeah, that's true. Especially like like Bruce burns down the house and he's at the bottom of the elevator shaft and he's like, "Alfred, what have I done? <laughs> what are we going to do?" And it's like this is the moment that you give up, Batman. <laughs> and Alfred is like, well, "Why do we fall down?" So we can learn to pick ourselves up. And I'm like, oh, great. We set up the father saying the quote earlier, and now Alfred says it, and cool. Like, it's just, there's a lot of kind of cheesy moments like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, looking past all of that, it's great, but there was a lot of cheesy No, it's very, very far from perfection. But I think, like you guys said, it's very, very enjoyable to watch. For sure. Um. One moment that could have been cheesy that isn't because of how awesome it is is at the end when they're in the train. It's like, I won't kill you, but I don't have to save you. And he like 
Start, like glides out. Oh man, that's great. That part is pretty that's cool. Gr- that visual of him gliding out the back of the train. I want that tattooed on my back. That's amazing. I don't want that tattooed on your back. You never have to see it. You just stand in front of me. Oh. <laughs> um. But yeah, so what are what are I guess who's your guys' favorite character in this? Um, I think overall probably two of my favorites are actually either Fox or Alfred. I was literally gonna say because that. <laughs> I don't know, they're just like these like cool old men and they seem really awesome. But I think in this one especially, I think Scarecrow is incredible. And just like he's so creepy and just like even the smallest things really like get you creeped out like um he was talking to rachel and he was saying convenient and he was like convenient and it was the way he said it was just so creepy and eerie or when they're in the sewers and they're like they're like he's here and who's here he's like the bat man yeah he's <laughs> he's just cool i think he's cool i love scarecrow and i love i guess getting a little bit ahead of ourselves but i love how they incorporate him in both the dark knight and the dark knight rises mm-hmm. as like this guy who like keeps trying to be this super villain yeah but it really puts context into how great the villains are in the second and third one that like the big bad guy in this one or i guess the second two biggest bad guy in this one yeah is like just kind of a wiener yeah <laughs> <laughs> just killian murphy killed yeah. it again with those beautiful sapphire eyes so His good glasses in this movie pretty awful yeah they're pretty bad but they're like really 2005 christopher nolan like <laughs> wanted to capitalize on his eyes a lot so like at yeah. pretty much any instance that he could he had him take off his glasses yeah which we thank him for it thank you yes always <laughs> um i think my favorite character has got to be alfred dude is just sassy i love alfred and i He's love so it great. michael kane the perfect alfred michael kane but like sid i don't know if i could choose between alfred and fox know, because they're, they're both awesome yeah and they're both sassy cool old men yeah and like the ones that make all of it possible like fox yeah. is the one who designs all of his equipment mm-hmm. and alfred is the one who helps him with everything else dude you can tell that moment at the end where um the dude comes in and fox is like i got a new job yours and then bruce <laughs> explains the whole thing to him and he's like didn't you get the memo you know that fox is like thinking about that back home by himself yeah he's like practicing like, planning it, the it out yeah <laughs> Didn't you get the memo? And then he like tries it in a different way. Didn't you get the memo? Didn't didn't you get the memo? <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes home afterwards, and he's like, you know, you know what I mean. He's thinking yes. about it by himself. And okay, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that moment, that moment for him is something special for the rest of Alrighty. his life. Alrighty, go Fox. Oh my gosh. Well. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Fox is cool. I love so Fox. is Alfred. I love it, what he, what's that what's the one line that Fox says? He's he's like, Well, we don't usually cater to the billionaire spelunking base jumping crowd. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's just so cool. And yes. like, I mean, I just imagine like the off screen interactions happening between Bruce and Fox. Uh-huh. Like because Fox in that one scene, he's like, don't think I'm an idiot, though. And we're like, well, yeah, obviously. But, like, what do you think he says when, like, Bruce is like, okay, all of these things that I borrowed from you, I'd like them manufactured with bats on them. <laughs> because if you look later, the suit has a bat, like, yeah. built into it. Like, that wasn't something he just, like, you know. It was just, like, a random Glued design. on. Yeah. Like, there is a bat on the suit now. <laughs> yeah. 
like he had to order that you know what i mean yeah <laughs> um but it's great yeah so i love i love alfred and i think Razal Ghul is super cool like as a villain i think that uh the idea of the league of shadows is just awesome it's like we sacked rome and we burnt london to the ground and we did all this stuff and it's so funny because like you could tell that he's kind of lost the mark because if their their whole idea is like oh you have to destroy a city to save it he's like we tried economics but people were too good and started helping each other so now we just have to blow you all up like, like <laughs> is, isn't that saving itself like, like you oh, help isn't each that other? the point like, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I just think he's a really cool villain. I think it's awesome that they don't reveal until the end that Liam Neeson is Ra's al Ghul. Mm-hmm. It's great. And like that scene where she, Bruce, you have to meet somebody. Am I saying this right? Uh, Ra's al Ghul. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just love it, man. And then again, like these characters, though, of like Alfred and Bruce and Scarecrow and Gordon and Fox, like how they get established for the future movies like you really have to see all of the batman movies to have the dark knight and the dark knight rises have the impact that they do specifically i think alfred's character arc it's really important to watch all three movies mm-hmm. um but the nice thing is, is that you can enjoy them individually and they're just awesome mm-hmm. they're just great like the oh my gosh there's so many lines the i'm batman and <laughs> um it's the Batman. Like, I just want people to say Batman all the time because... I just wish everybody could hear Andrew throughout the entire movie. He would just say the line right before anyone <laughs> said it. <laughs> oh, you know this man. movie too well. I love this movie. I really do love this movie. And mostly, I think a lot of it is nostalgia, though. Like, this movie came out when I was 13. And I saw it in theaters, like, a few times. And then we bought the DVD and I watched it over and over again. I've seen this movie probably... 25 or 30 times just an obscene amount of times i've seen this movie (laughs) and then when the dark knight came but then the dark knight came out you know three years later and i didn't see it as much so batman begins holds a very special place in my heart for sure see that's dark knight for me it's very nostalgic for me yeah this one i guess one thing that this has over the other ones i think and probably the only area that it truly is better than them is this one's a lot more fun yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. It doesn't spend like as much time on the politics. Yeah. It does have a darker grounded tone, mm-hmm. but like the other ones are really dark. Yeah. Which is also awesome. Yeah. No, they're great and they are better films for it, mm-hmm. but this one's just a lot of fun. Yeah. And you can tell it's almost like Bruce, like you kind of feel that like Bruce is still having fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Dark Knight to an extent, but especially the Dark Knight Rises and being like, well, this kind of sucks. Like being batman blows <laughs> um because it does it would suck it'd be awful to be batman yeah um but yeah uh I, that's the thing is like this movie's just a lot of fun it's really good the characters are awesome the action is great um i would say the only main character that is not really cool is Rachel. Yeah, can we talk about yeah. how awful Katie she, Holmes is? Oh, she's so bad. <laughs> Holy like, cow. Did they dodge a bullet when she refused to come back? Yeah. Like, first of all, her character is very, like, two-dimensional. Like, mm-hmm. she's just a woman I'm, who happens to be in the middle of everything. I'm a good person. She's just yeah. whiny and always telling everyone what to do. Well, that's what I said is, like, there's that scene where 
she's going across the bridge onto Arkham Island. Mm-hmm. And she's like, sir, I am a Gotham City DA and you will let me cross this bridge. And the guy's <laughs> like, no police officer the guy's would let like, her oh, cross. Yeah, sure, whatever. I'm like, literally nobody in any situation <laughs> on this planet has ever been intimidated by Katie Holmes. <laughs> ever. Uh, Katie Holmes... Not an open invitation, but if no. you want to if you want to come on the podcast, let us know and we'll think about it. <laughs> yes. Only if you wear that silk shirt. If you wear that silk shirt at the end, <laughs> then you can definitely come on the podcast. Oh my gosh! Um, I wasn't going to bring it up, but Sid did. The silk shirt Wait. at the end of this movie was an awakening for me. At 13. We'll just say <laughs> oh that. Oh my gosh! For thirteen-year-old Andrew, very important moment for oh, me. Okay. In my development. Hmm. All right. It's great stuff. Is okay. it? You know what? The movie. What? Anyway, the movie. Yeah. Rachel's character uh, was bad. She's yeah. not good. They seriously dodged a bullet when she wouldn't come back because Maggie Gyllenhaal as Rachel is awesome. She's great. And we'll talk about that more next week after we actually watch The Dark Knight. But um, like I said, Katie Holmes just isn't uh, intimidating. She isn't intense. She isn't. She's just boring. Yeah, she's just boring. Like Maggie Gyllenhaal brings this energy mm-hmm. to the character. Like every time that katie holmes is on screen it just really brings down the entire feeling and mm-hmm. the, just the whole movie just yeah and like i know there's zero chemistry between katie holmes and christian bale Mm-mm. yeah like at the end when they kiss i'm just like why why, yeah. did, why did you yeah. do that yeah like, just because so. she makes that weird face at him before yeah. she goes in she's for got it that, like half smile <laughs> yeah she's like ah, kiss me bros 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 kiss me <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that, I think, I really do think that, uh, Katie Holmes is probably the worst part of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and fair. I don't know of a movie offhand that I would say she's a really good part of. I can't even think of any movie that she's in. Me either. What? Where? Katie Holmes. All right. Uh, listeners out there. Let's see here. In your heads, think of a good movie with Katie Holmes in it. Go. We're going to try and find one now. Um, oh, she's in Logan Lucky, and Logan Lucky's awesome. Oh, she plays the, the like, ex-wife. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, she's, she actually is great in that. I'll, yeah. I'll leave my words there. Um, oh, she's in The Giver? That was a disappointing movie. Oh, boy. That was disappointing. Um, she's in Jack and Jill. That's a great one. With Adam Sandler? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, she's just, just. I haven't even heard of half of these. Seriously, I guarantee you, Christopher Nolan like cast this movie, and he's like, "Okay, great, we got Christian Bale, we got Michael Caine, we got Liam Neeson, Gary Oldman, Killian Murphy." And then he's like, "Oh, oh, oh crap, I forgot about that." We one. didn't cast Rachel. <laughs> Can we get Maggie Gyllenhaal? And they're like, "Nah, man, she's busy." And he's like, Argh. "All right then." <laughs> Katie Holmes it is. And he's just like <laughs> gritting his teeth the whole time. Um, I don't pretend to speak for Christopher Nolan. He's British anyway, so he wouldn't sound like that. No. Um, let's see. This movie, uh, interestingly enough, and this is this is odd, it was nominated for uh, Best Cinematography, which I didn't find the cinematography to be particularly strong in this movie, honestly. There were some cool yeah. shots of like the mountains at the beginning and stuff like that. Yeah, but, those were great. Um, this was the year that we gave it to Crash. Yeah, that's... So can't really judge it. Based probably, on it that. probably should have gone to Brokeback Mountain, honestly. 
I mean, just as far as movies that have actually had a cultural impact. The cultural impact that Crash has had is that it's the year that we laugh at the Oscars. Yeah. And everybody and their dog knows what Brokeback Mountain is. So. <laughs> um, let's see. What actually won cinematography here? Um, it's funny. Uh, Nolan was not nominated for director. Weird. And I did not know that George Clooney directed Good Night and Good Luck. I did not know that. That's a great movie. Um, oh, Memoirs of a Geisha got cinematography. That's probably deserved. Yeah. Oh, The New World was nominated. That should have gotten it. I didn't know that was this year. So I just find it odd. I think that the strongest aspect of this movie as far as the Academy goes is probably the music. Oh, yeah. The music is These good. These are some iconic themes that they came up with. Yep. Yeah. Who what who did one for music? Um, it wasn't even nominated for music. Let's see. Original song score was Brokeback Mountain. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Well, Pride and Prejudice was nominated. Would you look at that? Pride Would and Prejudice has great that? music. What is the Constant Gardener? I've never even heard I don't of that. I don't know what that is. The Constant Gardener. Um, sitting at a seven point four. A widower is determined to get to the bottom of a potentially explosive secret involving his wife's murder, big business, and corporate corruption. It sounds horribly boring. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> He's, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, that just sounds super boring. <laughs> it won Supporting Actress for Rachel Weiss. Mm-hmm. Weird. Best Adapted Screenplay, Editing, Original Score. I've never heard of this movie, and that... I mean, that synopsis really does sound bad, though. <laughs> um, but yeah, like we said, I mean, even coming into this, we were like, you know, there's not as much meat on the bones for this one. And so we won't try and pretend that there is. It's just a really cool movie. It's fun. It really is. Awesome action scenes. Mm-hmm. Lots of explosions and things happening. Oh, my gosh. And when Batman throws his little sonar thing down to the bottom of the stairs and dives <laughs> down and they're all. The oh, bats that is are all, cool. Oh, my gosh. That's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, lots of collateral damage, lots of... But yeah, it's great. Here's the thing. It's a fun movie, and like I said, I think that that's probably its strongest aspect, specifically over the other two Nolan Batmans, is that this one is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's hard to call the other two fun. Of points, they're fun, but they're more plot-heavy Yeah. in those. This one's really character-driven. Those are more plot-driven, because they take this film to establish the characters, mm-hmm. and they don't have to do it as much in the other ones. So, good on you, Nolan. You did a good job. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about this one? Um, do we have any trivia? See. Uh, I actually have a lot of trivia. Trivia. Sid, what? Um, let's see. So, uh, Christian Bale, he drew from his dislike of the, of the costume mm-hmm. to be like in such a moody situation throughout the whole movie. Like because he, he was, was just pissed to be in he costume. He just hated the costume so much, so it just made him a really angry Batman. Maybe he should have considered that before he took the role. <laughs> he didn't try it on to like the very first day of shooting, and then he wore it all day to get he's used like, to it. He's like crap. That's awesome. I already signed the contract. Because <laughs> it would like it would give him migraines, and like you can't. I'm sure you can't really walk around in that very much. Um. So while they were shooting, um, on the streets of Chicago, someone crashed into the Batmobile because they were drunk. And they thought that the Batmobile was an invading alien spacecraft. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's so awesome. Great. Um, one thing I really liked is Christopher Nolan, in a lot of 
action, like superhero movies, they more during the action parts, they film from the perspective of the the actual superhero. Mm -hmm. And what I actually really liked in this one and what he did in this one is he films it from like the bad guy's point of view. It's like you just like see a cape going around a corner. You just oh, see a shadow. Oh, that is really cool. So I, I really like that. I didn't specifically think about that. Yeah. But yeah, that, that brings us to the I'm Batman moment or yeah. the second best moment where they're at the they're at the shipyards. Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> right. Here. Oh, oh that my was gosh. so good. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, that's what it and like honestly, you get scared even though you know he's the good guy. Yeah. You're still freaked out watching it. Um the scene where Christian Bale's in bed and Morgan Freeman and Michael Caine are just like watching over him. Christian Bale actually fell asleep in bed. <laughs> and like he woke up to Michael Caine like, "Look at that. He's bloody falling asleep <laughs> but like in his cool voice so that's um, awesome would you look at that i can't do <laughs> it i'm not i'm not gonna do it. i'm not gonna everybody myself. on the count of three do your best michael kane impression one wait two, what are we saying just whatever you want one two three it's <laughs> not just <laughs> your name it's your father's name mike okay <laughs> that was great very good oh um, boy so this isn't Blade Runner 2049, but it is Blade Runner. Ah. Before shooting began. We got so far into this. <laughs> Sid, it's been you the last few weeks. I know. It really has. I'm just trying to keep our trends going. Yep. But so before they filmed this, they had a whole private screening of Blade Runner. And after Nolan said, this is how we're going to make Batman. I don't really know what that means. Dude, I, I can kind of see that, that actually. That's so awesome. Just stylistically. Cool. Yeah. Especially like the, like the narrows and stuff like that. That's really awesome, actually. Yeah, uh, Christian Bale lost his voice three times. I wonder how. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah, for the the ninja training at the beginning when they're like all like in rows and everything, mm -hmm. and Rod's uncles is supposed to blend in with them because he towered over them. All of them had to stand on blocks. Because Liam Neeson's so tall. Yeah, Jeez. and they were just like. <laughs> stand on those that's awesome <laughs> um so they estimated that the total expenses to become batman would be 3.5 million dollars that's not so bad but that was in 2005 but even then it's not that bad that's not horrible i mean if you're a billionaire yeah that's true it's a drop in the bucket he bought yeah. a hotel that's true made some changes to the pool policy <laughs> i love how they say the pool is just for decoration it's pretty clearly a fountain let's yeah. be real yes it's not like it like an actual like swimming lap pool i gotta tell you one thing i did forget about this movie is that when he drives up that he has the two models on each other's laps <laughs> so when he drives up and i see her in the front seat i'm like she looks really uncomfortable yeah and i was like why is she sitting like that and then you get there it's like oh it's because there's another girl under her. <laughs> <laughs> um so when they were filming at the train and like there's like all this steam going mm -hmm. on around them they use so much steam that like during after each take it would rain on them Jeez. like it would just like all come down wow um, yeah, so Hans Zimmer uh, was asked to compose this, and he asked if he could bring James Newton Howard. Um, they've always wanted to work together, and so they use their kind of different styles to represent the bipolar Batman. Mm. It's awesome. And uh, music is so good in this. Oh my gosh, so good. <laughs> and Okay, last one. Um, so like this one, The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises, in the very beginning, um, the main villain disguises himself as one of his own henchmen. 
which I didn't even realize. Oh, they do do that in all three. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The coolest being The Dark Knight Rises, but we'll get to that. Uh, it would be very painful <laughs> for you. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm so excited. <laughs> That's how you know there was good trivia. Thank All you. Right. All right, Becca, uh, what are your final thoughts in your rating out of 10 on this one? All right. You've had so see. much time to think about it. My final thoughts. Well, two things that I didn't mention. Oh, go for it. Christian Bale is hot. Fair. True. Fair. <laughs> and the Batcave is awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I wrote those two down. Those were the only things that I didn't mention. <laughs> <laughs> so, not a lot of discussion to be had there, but both true facts. Nope, just statements. It's pretty cool. Um, I like this movie. Like we mentioned, it's fun. It's interesting to watch it, especially after watching like all of the other movies we've watched that mm-hmm. are like usually more serious and have like a lot more to talk about. Mm-hmm. And like in comparing it to them, I feel like it doesn't really compare. But in comparing it to other superhero movies or just like as a fun movie in general, it's great well especially considering where superhero movies were at at the time i mean when did iron man come out 2008 the first iron man came out in 2008 yeah no you're lying to me no <laughs> i know so much about marvel i am not lying to you look at that <laughs> yeah is it like i mean then really we had what spider-man when did at least the first one yeah let's see yeah spider-man came out in 2002 Spider-Man 2 came out in 2004. Yeah, so really, at the time, the best superhero movie ever was Spider-Man 2. And that held the throne probably until The Dark Knight came out. Oh, boy. Spider-Man 2 is such a good movie. It is good, but it's very dated. Is it? I haven't seen it for years. I watched it like right before Homecoming came out, mm. and it's a rough one. It's not as bad as the third one. <laughs> the third that, one's so bad. That's for sure. Uh, we know we're not going to be able to make another Spider-Man, so instead we're going to have 18 villains in this one. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, oh, did you think it was Hobgoblin? Because it's also Sandman. (laughs) Oh, and here's Venom, and also here's, you know what I mean? Like, is it Reptile in that one too? No, that's the Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, it's Amazing Spider-Man, okay. Amazing Spider-Man 2 is actually not horrible. I don't think it's that bad. I don't know why, I mean, it's not great, but I don't know why everyone hates on it so much. I like that they killed her. Yeah. I thought it was ballsy. Yeah. Anyway, Becca, you still want to do your... <laughs> You're rating out of 10. <laughs> yes. Anyway, good movie. Good super superhero movie. I think I would give it a 7.8 out of 10. All right. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. What's going on on I, IMDb right now? <laughs> I don't really know. It's just a bunch of people talking about Mama Mia. It's like a bunch of people in 80s costume. Oh, it's on Twitch. They're watching Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Sing-along edition on Twitch. Hang on. You think they would have maybe studied the the lyrics are literally on the bottom of the screen and they cannot follow along. <laughs> this is embarrassing for you, Frankie Grande. <laughs> Ian DeBorgia. Matt McConkey, Amanda Salas. 
Yeah, what is happening? I don't get this. Why is this fun to watch? Who would watch it's this? It's not. I can't look <laughs> I know. away. I can't look away. What is happening? This is ridiculous. Okay, we gotta stop. We gotta yes. stop this right now. Holy cow. It's like cow. a car crash. You can't look it's away. It's so bad. Uh, IMDB, you've lost my business for the day. <laughs> All right, so okay. um, what'll it be? Becca Drek. <laughs> Becca gave it a 7.8. Okay, so, yeah, I like this movie. It's, you know, it's not in the same field as, um, you know, the other two. But, yeah, as, in terms of a superhero movie in general, if they never made Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rises, this one would be way up there on great mm-hmm. movies. Um, Yeah, I think it's great. The characters are great in this one because it's just, like, yeah, because it's not very plot-driven, so then they have more time to rely on the characters, yeah. which I think is awesome, and it really sets up for the next ones. And that last part with the Joker card, that's pretty great. Oh, Even though I knew it was coming, but so good. Batman, I'll look into it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, So I'm going to give this one um, probably 7.82. 7.8 comma also. 2 okay. also <laughs> 7.82 real specific, real specific. um yeah i mean again like we talked about this movie's fun it's worth a watch absolutely it's a good superhero movie um and yeah i'm gonna give it a 7.5 all right landing is probably like a 7.7 on the western scale yeah not bad that concludes our discussion of batman begins that it does um Again, uh, this is the last week that we are watching movies for 31 Days of October. So that's most of the movies that we've been watching. So if you would like to know our thoughts on those movies, uh, just go check out our 31 Days of October episodes. Uh, They're little mini episodes that Becca and I are doing on Wednesdays. Uh, Just kind of giving little thumbs up or thumbs down to each of the scary movies that we watch. So uh, go check it out there. Uh, One thing is that we did go see Mid-90s, and we can't talk about it because Sid hasn't seen it. But everybody should go see it. Uh, you will be hearing about it on our We Watch Oscars later in the year. So, uh, Sid, have you watched anything else? Yeah. Worth I... talking about? Worth talking about. Well, we've all watched First Man now. Yeah, we yes. watched First Man as well. But again, I don't want to do like spoilers on brand new movies, I think. That's yeah. fair. It's Let's good. Just say it's yeah, good. Go see it. Yeah. Everybody should go see that one. Um, let's see. I watched You Were Never Really Here yesterday. Oh, I've heard that's good. It was really good. I really like that one. I watched The Artist last week. Ooh. I really like that one. I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I did. I'm interested to see that one at some point. I thought it was really good. I accidentally got the... Because, you know, it's like a silent film. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they'll put up, like, the cards to say mm-hmm. what they're saying. I accidentally got the version that's in French. Ugh. So, it took me probably a good extra hour and a half to watch it because I had to keep translating it. <laughs> Because so, you don't speak French. I, I speak limited French now. Oh, there you go. I know how to say I. You know <laughs> Maybe how to read not. It. Yeah. I don't know how to say it, actually. Because it's in a silent movie. I'm interested to see that one. It's really good. Um, And then I'm actually halfway through with The Haunting of Hill House. How is that? It's so good. Really? Oh, my gosh, yeah. I've been interested to watch I've had, it. I had my doubts about it because just like I think like horror TV shows aren't that great. Correct. This is really good. Because American Horror Story. Mm, yeah. Pull me once, shame on me. 
It's not good. What, what's the saying? Six cents me once, shame on me. Six cents me twice, I stop watching your show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yes. this one is really good. Really good. Like, I'm going to go finish it when I get home. I keep seeing it pop up. We'll watch it then. I'm and it's for it. Also, we should watch it. Pretty f- scary, too. Like really? Yeah. Good. I mean, like, it's not The Exorcist or Hereditary or anything, but it's oh, scary. It's because nothing else is hereditary. It's just great. Mm. <laughs> Becca, what do you think about hereditary? but yeah that's everything of note that i've watched yeah we've uh just been trying to keep up with 31 days of october and get started on our oscar roundups so i did see the new halloween and but that was not really of note yeah not that interested yeah yeah the first one wasn't that great no yeah i don't know it just like takes the first one and just like ramps it up to like 15 and just mm. like, it didn't work for me. Why? Whatever. Well, all right. Anything else we want to talk about today? I think that is everything for me. I yeah. Man, this is kind of a short episode for yeah. us. Well, hey, you know, change your pace. Yeah. We appreciate everybody out there who is listening. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, uh, facebook.com slash we watch movies and then talk about them or Instagram at movies we watch. You can slide into the DMs. Um, and again, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. If you have any suggestions for movies you'd like us to cover, uh, or questions that you have for us, again, slide into the DMs and let us know. We're happy to hear from you guys. And that's it. Uh, tell your friends, we're doing a a three-parter. So next week we will be doing The Dark Knight, which I think we're all pretty excited for. Yes. Yeah, we are. Yeah. So, um, I think that's going to be it from us today. I'm Andrew. I'm Becca. I'm Sid. And we thank you for listening. Yes, thank you. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. That was Batman.